Yo, 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 what is good, y'all? It is your boy, A Sincere. We are back with another episode of the Sound Flick Podcast. Yeah. Specifically, we are episode 56. 56. 56. Five, six. Real quick, before we get started to my right hand side, we have my co star, brother. Narik, that's cool. Narik, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, bum. Straight ahead from us, my brother, co star. Skywalker Mike. What'd he do, boo? What's hey. up? Yo, what's good, y'all? Um, look, guys, I'm so excited about this episode. We have, yes, very, to me, top five Marvel films. It just came out. One of the most anticipated movies of the year. Not the most anticipated, but a. Anticipated. Not only you that, think it's but the, I feel like it is honestly. No, it, Spider Man. Spider Man is, is but oh yeah, that's right. That's coming but out this year. You not know, only right, that, right. but this movie. Was one of those, I want to say sleeper in the sense that not everybody are as open to new heroes. Or not mm. everybody is into <clears throat> origin stories or focusing on someone that they don't know anything about. Especially with Shang-Chi being a, not a household hero name. Yeah. I mean, they should know this by now. With Guardians, with Ant-Man, like they've they've done it time and time again of introducing characters that you didn't know anything right. about. Black Panther was one of them too. Right. You know? well, they, that, and that's a shame. But, you know, more some more than others. You know, right. I, I put Black Panther and Doctor Strange in like the kind of same type of no yeah. where people knew them, yeah, but right. they didn't exactly. really know them. But no one knew Ant-Man no. and no right. one knew Guardians. Right. Unless you looked at comics and knew exactly. the Avengers and everything like that. So, but with that being said, episode fifty six is dedicated to Shang Chi and the Legend Shang of the Ten Rings. Chi. So, this film, I just want to start off by saying, cinematography, <laughs> great storyline, well paced, martial arts, martial arts, fight scenes, choreography, yeah. amazing. Hands. Not only that, yep. the album slaps. Yes, you remember that the show? Full package. You remember that show, Iron Fist? Neither do I. No, it's trash. It's trash. <laughs> you remember Donda Fist, and CLB? Iron Neither Fist, do I. Iron Fist, I know for real. Iron Fist should never, ever, ever, ever get brought up or mentioned ever again now Who? that Shang-Chi is I, I did before the movie came out because I was like, I wanted it to connect. And now I'm like, I don't. I remember I don't you saying that. that. I, I was just like, no. I to come back no, ever again. No, not at all. Not at all. I never want to hear anything about it, Iron Fist. It has a similar... I guess storyline too, Shang uh, too, because with the the invisible city and it only appears every right. once in a while. Yeah, Kung Kung Lun. <clears throat> Kung Lun and no, 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 we're not even going to talk about it. It yeah. is Shang Chi time. This <laughs> is all right, Shang. Yeah. So without further ado, it needs a spotlight. Shang Chi sure. Legend of Rings definitely needs a spotlight. Yeah. So, brand new origin story fits perfectly in where the MCU is. Um, just to give you guys some backstory on who Shang-Chi is in The Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, yes, we have all seen Iron Man 3. We all hated Iron Man 3. The Even Ten Rings. Anyways, Iron Man 3 yeah, brings up, up brings up uh, the Mandarin and the Ten Rings. Okay. So, back then, before Marvel cleans up well nicely in this film, I uh, might add. They retcon all that. Um, the, the Ten Rings is a terrorist, air quotes, terrorist organization um, that's been around for thousands of years. Been around thousands of years. Basically, what they do is they um, get involved in politics in the sense they make governments fall. They're all about making money, being the bad guy, not being the bad guy. Who knows what the Ten Rings is? But in Iron Man 3, they're basically the organization that kidnaps uh, Tony Stark. 
and basically holds him hostage, et cetera, et cetera. They did that in the first one. one. And then in the third one. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, they pretend to be uh, the Ten Rings, I guess. Well, there's an American terrorist that decides to use the legend of the Ten Rings. Right. Um, as, as, a front. As, as a front organization that is doing terror acts to Iron Man. Um, and they hired an actor to play the leader of the Ten Rings, um, which we saw in Iron Man 3. Um, shout out Ben Kingsley. Kingsley, uh, who, I say Simmons. Who, who, uh, who played that? <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> who played, who played uh, Trevor Slattery? Um, or and Trevor Slattery played uh, the, Mandarin the Mandarin, the chicken dish, the chicken <laughs> oh, dish. Um, I love that. So now we're seeing the actual Ten Rings organization, and the only you know thing that does suck <clears throat> is that Iron Man doesn't exist anymore. Correct. Um, and the Mandarin uh, in the comics is Iron Man's you know villain, like it, that the Ten mm-hmm. Rings is an Iron Man villain. So it would have been great to see that comic realized. Yeah. But it's totally understandable within the context of the MCU yeah. why we haven't seen that. And I think this story um, is brilliant in the way that they've introduced yeah. the real Ten Rings into I don't, yeah, the MCU. I think if they would have did it in the movie, it wouldn't have made sense because of where the Ten Rings are actually originated from. Right. Like, I don't see the correlation with... Tony Stark, other than Trevor Slattery pretending to be, the yeah, right. yeah. Within the narrative of the MCU, it doesn't work. There's tons of comics yeah. of Iron Man fighting the Mandarin, um, where that could have, you know, they could have pulled from that, but uh, totally, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Now, I think it's just the way the Marvel universe started with Iron Man. They didn't think it was going to become a, an extended universe, right? Yeah. So I mean, the same thing with the Hulk. You know, they kind of just have to. Roll with the punches and yeah, go yeah, with yeah. what they have. Oh, they rolled with the punches yes, in, in Shang Chi. There yes, was a lot did. of punches thrown, a lot of kicks, a lot of kicks, a lot of, a lot kicks, of jokes, yeah. a lot of jokes. Yeah. Um. So to jokes. give you guys a little bit of a backstory, comic wise, when it comes to the Ten Rings, originally, um, the so in the movie his name is Wen Wu. Uh, I, I forget his name in the comics, but for sake of that, let's just call him Wen Wu. Um, he finds or stumbles upon the Ten Rings in the movie. Um, it's he they they don't confirm it, but they say they found it in like a either a spacecraft or like in a crater of some sort. In the comics, the Ten Rings is actually actual rings, but I like what they did. We're actually making it bracelets because yeah. mm-hmm. one, um, it strays away from the whole Infinity Saga. Yeah, right. You don't want it in the form of like a ring or a glove. Uh, second, um, I forget the name of the fighting style, but there are rings that um, in in I believe it's Japanese culture a fighting style that uses rings mm-hmm. in a form of fighting, which you see that a lot in this film. Um, with that being said. Yo, yeah. yeah, these fight scenes <clears throat> so well done, and they yeah. had so many people attached to uh, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan as well from um, the heroes and the villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's it's really interesting. Uh, I think Marvel has gotten to the point where they can take creative liberties um, with some of these powers. You know, the Ten Rings originally were all elemental for the most mm-hmm. part. Yes, um, each ring, you know, having a certain element, and I think like. If I'm not mistaken, one of them has to do with gravity, and like there's like something else. Yeah. That so one in the does. comics, each one um, there's a uh, there's a there's like a being within each ring. Yeah, and, and the and, yeah, element. And, yeah. and you can just call it out. These rings don't really have like a an elemental aspect to them, mm-hmm. but 
It's 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 like a little bit of each, you know, because they have this magnetism, and they all work together as well. And they work together. Not only that, elements are even brought still into the movie with yes, yeah, kind of looks like they're airbending. They're airbending. I literally was like, why does this feel like an Avatar? It did feel like an Avatar movie. Right after our Shyamalan Shyamalan (laughs) episode, we will not mention him. Um, <laughs> Imagine he did this movie. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Just keep <laughs> but, him away. But it did give me the the Avatar Last Airbender vibes. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. So um, this is our latest origin film mm-hmm. um, post Endgame for the Marvel Universe. So this takes place a year after the events of Endgame, which is the year um, 2024. Which is the year 2024. So it's present day. Th- this is present day. Um, it's beyond uh, WandaVision. Yes. It is beyond um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we can't really say it's beyond Loki because all of the events of Loki existed outside of the timeline. Yeah, we right? don't even know. So we're not quite sure yeah. within like what, what has happened and what those ripple effects are. Right. And we don't know if it's after... Um, no way home or before no way home. Well, mm. that's you know we'll we'll see if yeah. that if that is can the only case. Speculate. We can only speculate. But um, this origin film is with uh, Shang Chi, um, also going by the name of Sean. Uh, a valet. Think of a better name. You right? didn't think he was gonna find you with a name like that. <laughs> a, you a named valet your name driver. Sean to Sean. Right. Uh, he's a valet driver with his friend Katie, who is played by Aquafina. Gang gang. Um, in San Francisco, which I thought was kind of cool because Ant-Man resides mm, in San Francisco. Yes. So I was like, okay, maybe we might be able to see like some Ant-Man stuff that, that can potentially happen. No. Um, yeah, we didn't actually see that, but it there was, was only potential. a San Fran for like a brief moment in the movie. And yeah, they just, a, to, just the first act, if you want to yeah, call it that. And then they went to, what's that city? So I thought, Macau. I, Macau. yeah, it was Macau. I originally thought from the trailer, from the breakdowns, I thought it was Madripoor. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Madripoor too. But um. But it, yes, it was in I Macau. Think they, I think they talk about it too. Uh, maybe not though, because well, it, it might be just comic book. But in the comics, um, in Madripoor, Wolverine fights Abomination. Mm. So that's I don't, and they showed Abomination, you know, and Madripoor is already thing. So it's kind of like people are just putting two and two together. Yeah, it, it's a theory, but it goes back. It's just to great seeing that they pull wanting. so many stories from comics mm-hmm. and do it mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Well, they're at the point now that I think we're going to be seeing a lot more surprise cameos. Um, yes. Because I was very surprised, by the way. Not only not only is it opened up to the multiverse, but it's also opened up to a lot of variants. And there's openings to to we don't know where it's actually going to go. Um, so everyone that they pull, they're pulling for a reason for some sort of narrative string that's going to get pulled later. So Abomination fighting Wong, um, as we know, Wong is the uh, protector of the Chinese uh, sanctum at this time, uh, while um, Doctor Strange is the protector of of the New York one. We don't know if the London one got rebuilt after it was destroyed in Doctor Strange. Um, so that <laughs> remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see if, if that comes into play. But uh, just the whole dynamic of, of things going on, um, everything is just more out in the open now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't, like it, these aren't like a, a conspiracy 
findings on the internet where, oh, you know, we saw this. It seems like that the whole world knows that freaky shit is going on. Yeah. So, like, seeing abomination isn't scaring anybody, isn't making people feel like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what I'm looking at. They're just like, oh, well, that's just abomination. Like, he's yeah. he's just out here yeah. fighting. Like, it, you know, so I thought that that was pretty cool. I, I think it's really cool that we're here now. You know, because then now you can introduce yeah. mutants, you can introduce easily, easily. aliens, you can introduce all kinds of it's things. It's just commonplace. Where, yeah, it's like yeah. the earth is just starting to understand that, like, hey, we aren't alone I mean, and all this shit can happen. It's, I mean, they can do it in anything. Like, they're doing it in the shows where they introduce a character, but then, you know, it might be brief and then they'll, they'll come back later. Like, um, like Val. Yeah, like Val. Um, pretty much going around and trying Which to Which I build thought that she team. was going to make an appearance. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would've been cool. Um, she could have probably, maybe there was a scene. Who knows? Because it seemed like they were trying to put her in everything since, yeah, um, Falcon, since Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think that she's only going to make appearance in shows. Well, she she, she was showed up. Well, she was in, in Black Widow, but I think that Black Widow. yeah, I think that it's just going to be like kind of like a show, yeah thing. I mean, yeah, the next time we'll probably see her is in Hawkeye, but we'll already know who she is. Yeah. You know, whether you saw the show or the movie, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's just interesting that they can just throw Abomination in there, have no real role. Right. Mm -hmm. And now you can put him in anything else and people will be like, oh, he was there. Like, it makes sense. He exists, you know. Like, you just give the people the thought that it's already possible. You know, he's already there. He's gonna come out in She Hulk, mm-hmm. which is a, which is confirmed with um, I forget who plays She Hulk and Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. which we also um, caught a yeah. glimpse of. Yeah, <clears throat> right. sorry. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, so yeah. you know, this movie is 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 you know, after seeing this movie, I understand where Phase Four is. The theme of Phase Four is family. And I think that that is really the Diesel. Is that I know, you? I know I would right? Say Fast and Furious. Confirmed? Fast and Furious confirmed. Um, but it is about family, which is really really cool because every show that has come out, um, you know, whether it's WandaVision, it was about her finding her family or starting right. her family. Um, Black Widow, it was about Black Widow's family. Um, even Falcon and the Winter Soldier had these family mm-hmm. aspects to it. Um, both Bucky trying to find his like a family, a place that he can reside in, while right. Falcon was defending his own. Right. Um, Loki, even Loki, in a weird yeah. way, was about family because of himself. You He's know, all to of his, love himself exactly. You know, um, but with Shang, with Shang Chi, it's about family as well. You know, Shang is trying to run away from his family's legacy. He has a father who was a terrorist, and he has a mother. Mm-hmm. Who was from a um, a place that he's never seen hidden before? Village. A hidden village. A that hidden he's village never is, seen that before. is an extension of Earth that only appears once a year, I believe it is. Yeah, no. like well, no, I, it, it I think appears we'll, all the time. But the maze is oh, sorry, always the maze changing. opens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so and he's just heard about it as far as like like it's folklore. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's just this this story. Just a but story. Yeah. His mom carried this angelic presence, and his father um, changed his ways. You know, uh, and and he wasn't even around. Like he didn't he didn't know that his dad was like this when he was born because his dad already put the ten yeah. rings, put the ring, ten put, rings yeah, down, put, him down. put it down. Kept wanted to be man. a family playing exactly. DDR. Yeah, playing. He was I playing DDR. Was I was like, yo, yo, that yeah. was comedy. Yeah, and um, this kind of goes back to what we were saying in Iron Man um, when we saw the ten rings. When he put the ten rings down, is when people started to take the name 
Yes. Because he wasn't there to stop exactly. that. Because that's when it became a legend because they yeah. weren't active. And yeah. then later on when he does put the 10 rings on, he's like, I got to build it back up now. Because yeah. people think we're a joke, but we're right. not. Yeah, like, and, we're and, coming for you. And, and then that's when, when Trevor And when you saw, play. yeah, because when you saw the one <laughs> shot of Trevor, which is on uh, Disney+, Plus, so it's called a, it's not Return of the King. It's like a something. Something about the King. Something about the King. Um Sorry, guys, I forgot. But it's available on Disney Plus now. But yeah, I think it's called All Hail the King. All Hail the King. There Which you is go. The Thank only you. one shot they've ever done. No, they've done other ones. Really? Yeah, they did a lot during the. Oh, um, I guess that's the most popular one. It was like the last one that they did, honestly, because they did a lot during the Avengers time. Mm. They have Fury's big week where we saw what a What If, if episode yeah. about that, but they have it split into different one shots that mm. they did where Coulson's going around and you know they have yeah. they have all this stuff. I, I didn't see that one. But with thing. with this, it really puts into perspective that like this, like his wife, you know, he he basically restarts the ten rings right after he sees um, Trevor Slattery make a mockery of who mm-hmm. he right. is. You know, it's like right after that, that's when the ten rings get started yeah. again. And in All Hail it. the King, yeah. he was that's when he started, yeah. you know, getting it back, and he was being uh, ruthless and and. Uh, took him hostage yeah yeah no and then um yeah i didn't think you know they were even gonna bring up that you know talk about the mandarin and he kind of talks about how he's like just how why did he name himself the mandarin like a chicken dish of china and all that and it's just brief and then i didn't realize trevor was going to be in the movie until i saw like press run bro i was like what they're actually gonna have him in here which makes sense because of the one shot, but yeah. I wasn't sure if they were going to keep like the one shot I around. I definitely thought it was going to be a smaller role. Mm. Um, I was really surprised that he was pretty he, much the second. He, he was in the second, the second half of the film. Act, yeah, he was pretty much in the second he half of the film. He wasn't a huge part, but he did help them get through the forest. Because he could speak to the little uh, the chicken pig. Yeah. Yeah. That thing was comedy. When having I, having when an otherworldly being like that would have, I guess, like <clears throat> you're... Your, desensitized to those kinds of things but right. that would have freaked me out a little bit more seeing no, something that's like probably that. the weirdest thing i've seen marvel create e- yeah ever have well not I, only but that the thing is it's an actual thing in folklore in, in folklore, Chinese folklore yeah it's, history. it's a mythical being um but also he was like wait you're real he's like he's, oh he's, thank he's goodness been, yeah. you can see him too i thought i was going crazy <laughs> it's comedy when aquafina is like where's its face and i was like oh. <laughs> it's a chicken pig um, but I guess just to back up real quick, so like we're kind of where we left off before we kind of got sidetracked. He is in he works at a hotel in California, which is hilarious considering that they see hotel, hotel California. California. Yes, yeah. a lot. Um but he he basically ran away at the age of 14 because after his mom passed, his dad um wanted to Started raise to him. Train him as an assassin. Yes. Taught him every single way to kill a man. And that's because of his mom dying due to his dad's old ways. Um, he was just like, you know, I'm picking where we left off. I'm going to build up my legacy. That way my son takes over for me. Mm-hmm. And then his son runs away. His yeah. son runs away on his very first mission where the mission was to. Leaving his sister behind because his sister was not being treated mm-hmm. uh, well by their father. She was basically just there because he focused on the Ten Rings and Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah. Um, his first mission was to actually go and kill his his mo- the Mother's person that, the yes. leader of the, the, of the Iron Gang. I yeah, think. the leader of the Iron Gang. This is hilarious gang, which considering is, Iron Man is yes. the main villain. But mm-hmm. um, he goes and does it. He, he then later on, it's not a big piece, but he then later on says that he went through with it. But after that, he just ran. He just kept going. Spoilers, until, guys. Sorry. You should have seen him by right yeah. now already. It's been but, about a month. Yeah. 
Um, Almost. But they they go. He, he goes with it. He runs away at the age of fourteen. Um, but the whole time, to, according to his father, he knew where he was. Yeah, because he's the leader of a giant terrorist organization. Yeah, has he eyes named everywhere. Named himself Sean. He went from Sean to Sean. <laughs> Sean Chi. I feel like that that's not too bad. It probably his last name probably wasn't Chi. It was probably Sean Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Sean John. Oh. Sean Lee. Shout out Diddy. Anyways. Yeah. Um, um, so he ends up in San Francisco, meets Katie. Um, the whole yes. time, this guy knows how to defend himself, knows how to fend for himself. But and the uh, bus scene was so dope. Yes, yeah. I mean, I know, I feel like I've seen that Basically scene his, so many times because of the trailer. But yeah, finally seen it in, full in, a, in its really whole. Cool. So pretty much, his father <laughs> said, "All right, I've had my eyes on you this whole time. Now it's time to bring you in, yeah, and so that we can that do this." Pending. Yeah, because. And we we don't find out why he wants to bring Shang in. Um, you know, it's 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 just interesting because I think within the Asian community in that di- in that dynamic, th- there's just something about a father and a son, and a son, um, you know, like a father passing down what they need to pass down to right. the son, and the son yeah. being um, uh, ready to accept that. You know, and the pressures of being ready to accept that kind of a legacy and keep it going. And someone like Wen Wu, who has this entire terrorist organization, it doesn't matter to him. He's done it all, and he's done yeah. it for years and thousands of years because the Ten Rings, you know, uh, cause him to not age. And so he's like, I need to. I need to pass this down to somebody. I can't trust anybody yeah. else to do this, and I'm like, bored it, pretty much. You, right? you talking about that? I got like the picture of the story of Invincible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've lived for so long, and I need now. I have you, and I want to te- like teach you. And then it's like, no, I don't want to learn from you. And then it's like, well, now what's sixteen? I got, now years? you're my yes. enemy. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's a problem, you know. And I love that. You know, Marvel creates its, its villains so well that it's never just a person that's just trying to destroy everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always a, uh, a you know, a real goal. Even with Thanos, well, that's, that's like, what it was I, just a yeah, real that's goal That's what for I them. loved about Wen Wu, you know. He wasn't trying to take over the world. He want, he just wanted his wife back. And he, yeah. he had gone crazy because of the effects of the Ten Rings that what he, <clears throat> what he thought he was hearing— he thought that that was that, he was hearing that his was wife. the truth that his wife mm-hmm. is on the other side and they tried. You can't her. really blame him because he was seeing it also, yeah. right? You know, he was seeing it. He had this like, and he's the most powerful guy that he that he knows. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't I believe what I'm seeing? Yeah, you know, and and um, Shang just didn't want anything to do with it, and so um, Wen Wu sent a hit team uh, basically to go and retrieve him. Uh, well, and first, his sister. Right. So in, first, don't in, forget he sends a postcard. Yes, he sends a postcard so, because he wants his sister and him to be in the same place. Um, so but to capture them both. But uh, when that didn't happen, then he sent a hit team to him in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and he, knowing that he trained Shang so well, yeah. and the Death Dealer trains uh, Shang so well that. His team, he basically sent his team to get murked. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, they're not going to be able to catch capture him, but I need him to know that I'm looking for him because right. then he's going to make a mistake and do stuff. If he, yeah. right. The more he doesn't know that I'm looking for him, the more he's just going to be oblivious yeah. to like what's going on. Right. And he was like, I was hoping, I love the conversation that he had with him. He was like, you know, I was hoping that you were going to like do something 
Right. But you didn't do anything, and like playtime is over, basically. Like, I, I like told, your vacation I, is over. I told my team they weren't going to be able to capture you alive, or, cap, or yeah, capture you alive, basically. And I'm glad yeah. I was right. Or, yeah, or dead. I think dead, is what you mean. dead or yeah. alive? Because yeah. they did capture him alive. <clears throat> yeah. So I thought that that was really cool. And then we had this amazing uh, bus scene of him fighting, Shot so uh, fighting the ten rings, and also. Um, Fighting a uh a, a razor fist. Yeah, razor fist. Of, I was gonna say a very Candyman? small. He was like a he's like a D level villain. Um, D level actor. There's razor say. face. Razor fist. Hello. Right. <laughs> it's taser face actually. Taser face. Taser. My bad. That's true. That's true. Um, Candyman. Is that you? No, oh. it's not. It's razor fist. Um, with his machete arm that we it's don't we don't understand how it works because. It was just a little his arm, little component. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I think a, it was just his. It was just like I just don't know how a blade that big fit like retracts that much. I don't think it retracts. I think he had note. it out the whole time. No, no, it retracts. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, it retracts sure. and comes out. Well, I don't know if you notice a lot of the Ten Rings weapons looked like it was powered by some energy source, whether it was the Ten Rings or something else that when Wu found and yeah. converted it to all his Could weapons. Could have been like vibranium it's or something. nanotech. You never know. It, you know, it kind of reminded me of the tech that the Black Widows use, you know, like the, mm. the mm. you know, her little electricity or yeah, stingers yeah, exactly. type of thing. Yeah. That, that's kind of what it was and like. I saw that on the Razor Fist too. He had the... It, it his was like, more of like a heat. He had like oh, a heat okay. uh, blade, pretty much, yeah, and cut and, like uh, butter. But the technology yeah. has to probably be from something when Wu knows about. For yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. You know, I think that um, that he probably has access to all of that, all that yeah. stuff. And if, everything's years. accessible in this universe. Just yeah, they assume. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was great. I I love that Marvel's like bringing in these C D level Marvel characters to to fight. Like I loved when Batrock was was in there. I love right. Death Dealer. Like I think that there's a really cool group of people that we've seen that are like the low level, but they make an impact. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. cross cross bones. Um I just think that like it's it's cool to add that now. And like yeah. I bet it's really, well, really yeah, fun it's... to make a Marvel movie now because there's like so much that you can do. As before, it was like, no, we need to stick to yeah. this saga right I th- here. I think, you know, seeing Shang fight just, you know, henchmen, like, might as well just throw a D-level villain yeah. in there. Because nobody knows these henchmen. They're, it's not like, oh, my God, that's henchman number four. Yeah. Like, no way. <laughs> you know, you have to throw a recognizable name that comic book heads, or even if you're not a comic book head, at least you'll have somebody be like, oh, that's one of the villains that works for Wen Wu type mm-hmm. thing. So you can just put a name to it and might as well put a name to it from somebody that's from the comics. Yeah, and kind of build it out a little bit more. Even he had character development. My car. So yeah, so one of the <laughs> cool things <laughs> one of the cool things is that everybody in this movie had character development. It wasn't just Shang Chi. You know, everyone started out in a certain place and the plot and the script itself drove everyone to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much every single person that had speaking lines grew. Yeah. Which I thought was just really amazing which, to have in an origin film. Which makes sense why they killed the Death Dealer off. Yeah, because didn't speak at all. Did not speak. <sighs> yeah. In the, supposedly in the comic books, he has he's short-lived as well. So I wanted to yeah. see more, but... You know, you kind of can't. He, he served his purpose when was needed. Yeah. yeah. I uh, definitely thought that there would have been a, like a, another fight between Death I Dealer and... I wanted the rematch. And, That's what I yeah, did want. I, I yeah. wanted the rematch. I thought that there was He was about to rematch. kill him. 
Yeah, Shang Chi was about to kill him. Who fought him? The aunt, I think, fought him instead. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then he went to go fight his dad, which was pretty good which is scene fire. as well. Which yeah. kind of goes back to me thinking of Invincible. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you're not, you don't, you don't want to help me, like. Yeah. Then I got a murky blast right now. you into the ocean or yeah. whatever the hell. Oh, the he lake. caught it in his chest, bro. Yeah. That was just. Yeah, Luckily, he had that armor, that dragon and armor. He, he knocked the wind out of him. He couldn't even breathe. He was underwater. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I guess crazy. I guess to kind of like fast forward a tiny bit where he ends up in what was the city again? Macau? Uh, no, no, no. What um, after he gets captured or the hidden uh, city? Uh, where, where we speed up to the fight scene to the uh, fight club? Oh yeah, they're in Macau. Mm-hmm. So they go in Macau after after he realizes that Razor Fist uh, succeeds the, in getting the yeah getting the, his the, chain that he yes. has, and he's like, they're gonna go after my sister. So next. he takes a flight, tells a long a long flight. Yeah. Tells Katie his backstory, what happened, and then they end up there. Um, he gets introduced to, I, I believe the character's name is Ronnie, but he calls him Bus Boy. Mm-hmm. Now realizing his whole flight that he became viral over YouTube or whatever they use in the MCU. It's very yeah. commonplace for them. Because they have the guy who's also been in Spider-Man. Um, he was in New York. He, he was the guy that was like, Spider-Man, do a flip. <laughs> I want to know why he was in I guess why it was doesn't really Francisco? matter, but why yeah. was he in San Fran if he was in New York? Uh, yeah. I'm assuming just a different character. They're just going to call him like a doppelganger. I don't think he's or, a different character. I think he's the same guy, but you know what? he's creating they, his own. You like, know what they could do? They could just be like, he has a twin and he lives in San Fran. I, I think it's better if they start developing him like where... Because there are just some people who are always in, in the right spot at the right yeah. time. Right. And he's just one of those guys where it's like, I'm always... He's like the cabbage guy from Avatar. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the just he's, he's just he's My in the cabbages. right place at, at all times, and he's like, "Oh well, now I'm here." And watch, I guarantee, now that he shot that video, he's gonna start gaining a following, like a and YouTube. He's, yeah, and he's, and gonna he's be, just gonna be that guy. Yeah, which is no, dope for sure. I dig it. He's just no, gonna well. he's gonna go around like finding other superhero people and like yeah, he's gonna be that around. guy that records. Just all the fights and stuff happening. Watch yeah. when Luke Cage comes in, he's gonna film the Luke Cage fight. If Luke Cage ever comes in, I True. don't know if that's gonna happen. I think it will. But uh, let's fast forward to the nightclub. Oh, sorry, Fight Club. Um, Sean then signing a contract, not knowing what it is, but he's signing. He signs up to for a fight, a fight to join a fight. Exactly. Um, introduces. Oh, he gets introduced to. I think it's Ronnie again as Bus Boy, not realizing he became viral overnight. Um, and then. We we see a few kind of Easter eggs, such as a Black Widow fighting inside. Of, yes, inside and, a cage. and it is actually the same actress that was in the movie Black Widow. And you she's credited as a widow. Yeah, you, you can yeah. see that she was That's part fire. of the group and got released. See, I, I didn't pay too much attention to that part when they were going down the hall. Yeah, it was super cool. It was it was her fighting um, a member who went through the extremist yes. program in Iron Man Three. So it just goes. To show you, when we watch Black Widow, I think we talked about it in this podcast, like, what's going to happen to the Widows? Like, where are they going to go? And seeing that yeah, that's they probably happening. all went back to their place of origin, right. but they all have a set of skills that yeah, some of them... You can't forget that. Yeah, you just don't know where you're going to end up. And she happened to be in a fight You can't club. just put that on a resume. Yeah, you know, I'm sure that they're probably... Maybe. There might have been a widow from like Wakanda or something like that who right. had to find their way back, who we may see in yeah, Black Panther Wakanda for sure. forever or anything like that. So now all the widows can pop up wherever, which I feel like is really, really cool. Right. Um, kind of gives a little bit of legacy to like Black Widow also. Yeah. Um and just adds to what Marvel's able to do yeah. right now. There's so much around that you can just pull from whatever. 
Um, and then we see the main event. We see the fight that was in the trailer that there's so much speculation, so much um, like different. Like one of the theories was so much that, speculation and just that was well, it. like one of the theories that I kind of almost agreed with, um, which obviously didn't happen, was the Ten Rings was hosting that event. Mm-hmm. And when Wu was looking for somebody to t- to hold the Ten Rings, so they're holding like a tournament of champions, which mm-hmm. wasn't true. But I'm not going to lie, that doesn't, that sounds like a decent theory, but it sounds super generic. Right. Yeah. It, so it, it definitely too. is something that I could imagine goes through the writing room of like, all right, are they going to have a tournament like for this? But like when even when you say it, it's like, ah, oh, but I've seen like so many tournaments yeah. Mortal before. Kombat. You have Mortal yeah. Kombat. You have, you know, uh, like Enter the Dragon. You, you have, have all these other things. I would have took up a lot of the movie. Yeah, so it would have been a little bit cool, too much. shorter. But um, we see the fight between confirmed Wong and Abomination. Um, and they know each other. They're friends. They, they, yeah, but... So when why, we we don't see but. that we see that um, after the fact, but though I'm so glad they left it out of the trailer. Um, but Wong knocking him out the way he kind of um, call Obsidian like in a like in Infinity War. Yeah, he just he created a portal. a portal. I wonder. I wonder if um, because in Abomination they mentioned him one time after the Hulk movie, and it was in a show. Mm-hmm. It was in Agents of Shield. Yeah, and it was a small little reference talking about. Do he you was want, in cryosleep. Yeah, he was in a cryosleep, and he uh, it was Coulson threatened. He's like, "Do you want to do this, or do you want to stand by the abomination's cryo cell?" So I wonder if he was on the raft, and you know, Wong happened to. Well, I feel like it has to do with the snap. I feel like it has to do with mm-hmm. the snap. So yeah. when the snap happened, like I think he may have disappeared, or the people who were guarding him may have disappeared, and him understanding like. Okay, well, this isn't running the same way anymore. Like, people, that's the only thing that I feel about the MCU because you had such a huge event that affects every possible thing that they haven't really talked about. They haven't really explained how that's how that's affected. But also, it's just like we hear now. This is it. Exactly. Like, I don't know if they're going to explain it. I would love for them to figure out a medium where they can. I think they will before like a major title movie. Yeah. Um, which would probably be in Doctor Strange, I think, right. is where they're going to explain that. Yeah. Um, or even Eternals. You know, I mean, they kind of do talk about a lot in Eternals mm-hmm. just in the trailer alone. So there's still going to be some stuff that, you know, we're not going to um, know until those movies come out. And I think with um, before they introduce the X-Men, I think a lot of uh, people who have mm-hmm. powers have gravitated towards... Doctor Strange and Wong and people right. who have like they're cre- they're creating housing for them. Yeah. You know, saying, "Hey, you can be over here." Um aside from the people who are like who are in Madripoor or something like right. that. You know what I mean? There's just places where you can go where uh you aren't cuz obviously you can't live a regular life. Right. So if you don't want to be in a life of crime, but you still want to like live your life, that's kind of what I got from it, you know? Mm. So we don't know really if Abomination is technically a villain. It's been a little while, and he's probably accepted who yeah. he is. And, and again, I don't think we'll know, you know? until She-Hulk. When yeah, we'll see right. him again for sure with the storyline, character development. We'll see if it's going to be, uh, who plays him again? Tim Roth? Tim Roth. It yeah. is Tim Roth, because even in this Abomination, call he, him a, they, he did growls, and he did uh, oh, voiceover okay, for, See, for Abomination. Yeah, he's credited, but also, it's well, it's confirmed with Abomination, because Wong calls him by his real name, which is Emil. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
So that could be part of his rehabilitation because it's like I don't want to be known as abomination, but yeah, you know, it's like I'm gonna call you by your name and and yeah, well, feel that, like that kind of goes back to the like Marvel doesn't really ever say the title of the actual character's name. This is true. Know? This is true. So. They, I mean, and that's their special. That's their specialty, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you care about these characters because you care about the person who is under the character, yeah. right? And I think that ooh, he's no different and. Honestly, I, I could see him going through the same uh, mental, like, breakdowns as the Hulk, you know, because, mm. like, how do you accept yourself for, like, what you did? All yeah. he wanted to do was just be a peak soldier, but then he turned into this monstrosity. Yeah. And would you then, say he and turned we don't, into an abomination? I mean, I would say, but you just said it. Thanks. Um, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I hate it here. Um, but, yeah, you know, so that was just really dope and really interesting because— that thread was just left open. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know why Wong brought him in back into yeah. the sanctum or anything like that. Um, why they even showed Wong in that moment? Like why they? Even why was he fight? in the tournament? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why was why he even, even in the tournament? So, exactly. Though that was one of my big questions. Like, but Wong doesn't get any money. You know, he talked in Doctor Strange. He was like, "I don't have any money." So maybe yeah. this was just him getting some coin. <laughs> I have any like, money? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I don't want to fight somebody for real. I'm going to fight my friend, and we're going to just make money off the bets. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. No. Slick. Um, but um, yeah. Going forward from the fight scene, uh, which I'm like, he jumps into another fight scene. Shang Chi runs into his sister, um, where she she he ends up fighting her, which we, you can tell right away. It was just kind of set up that way. Yeah. Like I don't know who that is. Well, well when she sister. saw the signature, she was like, I'm about to fight this dude because he was probably going to fight someone else. Yeah. And she was just like, nah, I'm about to fight him because yeah. I, you left me. Yeah, I need to catch his fade real quick. And, uh, and he, I mean, he, and was she pulling, did. he was pulling his punches and she rocked his shit. Yeah, she yeah, definitely rocked him. So that, that hit was like, I felt that in the theater. Oh, I was bro, like, he Ooh. smacked the ground. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes was uh, the side of the building with the bamboo. Right. So that's raptors. like literally five minutes after that fight happens. Because you find um, out that the, his sister runs the organization that the, the, is putting on these fights. So when Wu being the devious man that he is, gets them both in the same building, the Ten Rings attacks them. Um, it looks like she leaves them. So he's left to protect himself and Katie. But the sister being the sister she is, comes back. And then they fight Seriously. together. Reminds us of Rush Hour 2. The bamboo uh, the bamboo side of the building well, fight that's, scene. That's how they do it in China. That's... How they make their like the rafters to well, yeah. do construction, but the fight scene reminds us of Rush Hour too. Well, yeah, no, I yeah, mean, it was definitely, shot, definitely had the there. Jackie Chan feel mm-hmm. to it, you know, of just those that practical using Jackie the Chan environment. I, yeah. I wish Jackie Chan was in it so bad. <laughs> um, it would have been amazing, but uh, it would have been great if he was Wen Wu. Um, Yo, but ha- but that does I don't want to take no. anything away from from Tony because yeah, he is was dope. he is a legend. And having him in his first Hollywood American role as Wen Wu was fantastic. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, the just the practical fighting of using your environment around um, was just really on full display, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. Um, this is like our second or third third practical fight within the film uh, that. You know, it really gave us the most deliverable. You know, yeah. I think like the fight between him and Death Dealer was was just it was kind of epic. Yeah, know? yeah, no, it was dope. I, Without I def- any like magic or anything, like yeah, that. it was just like right. I'm gonna catch your fade real quick. Yeah, and I remember we've seen the the trailer, and I didn't know if 
Shang-Chi was going to have powers with or without the rings, you know. And we didn't even see him get the rings till very, very late in, mm-hmm. in the movie, you know. And when we saw him use them, we were like... Well, was, in, it's funny because insane. in the comic books, I didn't know whether they were going to bring this in, but in the comic books, he has multiplying powers. Like, mm. he can multiply himself. He probably I, will eventually. You know, and maybe he'll yeah. learn a way to do that, but... um it's again back to Marvel taking liberties with some of these powers now. Yeah, like right. They've kind earned of tweaking them. They've earned the ability to say, okay, we're not going to just have them multiply all over. Like it's just not going to make yeah, sense. Yeah, it just right doesn't now. make like, sense. So, but also create their own variation, or I guess if you want to call exactly, it the variant, exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. we're gonna see we're gonna see that I think on display in other Marvel properties in the next few. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's different when you bring things to live action. You know, you can't do everything like literally scene for scene like comic book you know because it just doesn't make sense that it just does not adapt you know mm-hmm. so you know it's it's just going to be that way they're going to be tweaking their movies a lot you know or shows a lot um and bringing what they could what makes whenever it makes sense yeah into the fold you know yeah so then you know just fast forward um we get the introduction of Wen Wu and and Shang Chi and his sister. They're all together, and they, you know, uh, Wen Wu basically brings him back to the Ten Rings compound and lets him know why he needed them there, yeah. and it was for their necklaces to show a way for him path, to, yeah. yeah, the path for him to find his wife. Who, um, up until this point, Shang Chi and his sister knew died. And right. they were like, "Nah, she's not coming back." Like, yeah. I was, I was there. You yeah, know, like, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not gonna happen. And um, yeah, his dad was just in denial. Like I said, it, yeah. it goes back to the effects of the Ten Rings because um, later on in the movie, the aunt asks him, "Like, is he wearing the rings?" Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, yeah. Which also makes you it. question the ring's power, which we get towards the end of the movie, but attached and to origin. The, yes, the origin of it being attached to those dark beings that were trapped behind that wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. which I, I will. I want to talk about in a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, kind of, I do want to talk about Trevor a little bit. Um, oh, I guess we kind of did, but it was cool to see him help them you know he just yeah you know he just wanted to leave the compound i think it was the right amount i'm glad they brought him in uh i remember the whole theater going crazy like laughing yeah like mm-hmm. when he popped up yeah you know, it's something i don't think we really expected you know because it was a nice treat. obviously yeah. the one shot has been out for so long since the ending pretty much of mm-hmm. iron man 3 and it was never used again but it was never retconned right you know? so they pretty much have been setting up for Shang-Chi or one wanting to for that long at least. Cause yeah. I don't think they would have did the the one shot kind of hinting that the Ten Rings are actually a real organization. Yeah, I think Kevin Feige always wanted the Ten Rings to manifest itself in a real way. Um, even in Iron Man three, when yeah. they were like, you know, like there there is a real Ten Rings, like wasn't just made up yeah. the whole time, you know. So eventually we're gonna bring it in, but we're gonna do it in a way that we could bring it in on our own time right. and when the property is right and it was right and yeah. this, it was, and this, this was one. perfect so, timing and I called like I think that they said something about the dungeon with like someone else or someone else was in the dungeon also mm-hmm. and I knew once I like heard the sound of someone else being there I was like oh that this is where they're gonna bring him yeah. in and then they open the door and then they see him there with a the mythical creature and this is where um, the movie kind of takes a turn into the magic realm um, everything CGI. before this, yeah, <laughs> everything before this hasn't really been magic based. It's been too very much. practical. Very practical, um, aside from Wong and obviously, you know, his his magic. But 
um, this is where you get to see um, this new realm, I guess. And and we have to now figure out within yeah. Earth what this means because, uh, like, you have right. realms, you have realities, you have dimensions, you have universe, the universe and you have right. universes, yeah. you have variants, you have the multiverse. Like, how do all of these things kind of tie in together, and what right. defines them? What defines it? What correlates? Yeah. How exactly. do you how do you define which is which? Exactly. Right. So you know, um, they they now go on this mission. They escape uh, the prison with. Um, with Trevor Slattery and uh, and his mythical yeah his mythical beast and they lead through this crazy maze which I thought was dope like so I say this... they're driving an electric car through that maze oh, I felt that... attached to that did Why? you oh the Tesla oh because you yeah nah, I, I understand I was like hell Ra- yeah I'm just glad that Razor Fist is environmentally conscious that's what I'm saying man you my know? car I'll never forget that <laughs> I didn't think he was actually gonna they were gonna show him reacting to yeah stealing car. and that's and that's the development yeah. you know what I mean it's just like adding these little things like you could have not he put has that at feelings all. too exactly yeah. he cares about exactly. his car Woods comedy kind of fast forward um, after they go through the realms and everything and. We oh, well, we do see like a bunch of mythical beasts, but right. He's we in the, saw freaking nine tails, bro. Yeah, like they did. have Pokemon in there. Yeah, <laughs> and Moltres flying yeah, around. Yeah, they had a crazy. Growlithe. Yeah, but in when they're in the village and they're all fighting, I think somebody mentions we have to work together, and he's like, "Why would we work together? We're the Ten Rings, the most powerful organization. We don't need your weapons." And then I don't know where like. One of those uh, dark soul dragons, suckers. the soul suckers, the f- picks up the death dealer and just kills him like that. And I'm like, wow, just like that. He's just yeah. dead. And then he's like, yeah, we'll work together. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, I like that sometimes you have those kinds of deaths that cause a shock value where like, <sighs> like people, they're trying to say, like, you can die at any moment. Well, yeah. remind, I, that scene reminded me of the Suicide Squad because that just yeah. showed how expendable that person was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I like that films and television have gotten to that place because prior to this, I would say maybe 10 years ago, every death was a, was a huge climactic experience. That one was just like, and I feel like, done, I feel out. like since Game of Thrones, honestly, like I'm, I'm giving this credit to Game of Thrones. I think mm. because of Game of Thrones, they have shown mm. that you can just kill somebody and provide a different type of shock value without making it this huge thing. It's like yeah. people just you keep didn't even pushing. know. Yeah, just keep it pushing. Death so, happens every day. And that's what happened with Death Dealer, and that's what happened with uh, Katie's bow, bow and arrow instructor. You know, he oh, he yeah. just Poor got guy. got too, like, and it was just like, oh Poor damn, guy. like Aim it happened so quick. And then got got. Fun yeah. fact: uh, I forget his name, but Katie's bow and arrow instructor. He uh, worked side by side with Bruce Lee way back when. That's so far. the fact that it had people rooted into martial arts mm-hmm. and in the industry, yeah, speaks volumes about this movie. So it's just crazy because when they actually get to the hidden city. Um, they they realize that th- this is where they belong the whole time, right? And this is back to that family. You know, he gets introduced. Both him and his sister Shang Chi and his sister both get introduced to their aunt and to all the people around that um, that Community. knew that in that knew their mom. You know, and um, they got to pay their respects to their mom, and they got to learn uh, from what she knew. You know, and Shang Chi. Uh, I think that they fit in the right amount of his training, mm. of him training with his aunt, of right. saying like, "All right, like, please teach me like what what I need yeah. to know." Because it know, wasn't so far this. gone because his mom was already training him when he was younger, exactly, showing him some of the ways. And one exactly. of the things his aunt said is like, "If you're gonna fight your dad, I'm, 
I need to show you the only person that ever beat your dad was, was your, your mom. mom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> your mom. Um, and then uh, <laughs> he pretty much had to get trained. Yeah. Like, and beat him the only way that his aunt knew how. Yeah. So. And I love the like his he had like a half superhero outfit. Like it's like this yeah. crazy Yo. dragon scale dope shirt with some J's on. Like yeah. that's hard. Was hard yeah. <laughs> that's super hard. I want the, the Shang Chi ones. Yeah. <laughs> you don't That'd be those, so dope. You don't want those Peter Parker ones that he's wearing in the trailer? No, no the Peter no, Parker ones are hard. Those are, just, <laughs> those are way the colorway is insane, bro. The Peter Parker super ones were the just, uh, are, are talking about the ones he was wearing in the trailer with the suit? Yes. Those yes. are the shadow ones. Those yeah, are worth bro. a lot of money on the The one when he's on the building. Fire. Like yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And those are fire. They're just they match with everything, bro. Like those are the Jordans that I would get if I got They definitely have like a I wonder if it's like a, a sponsorship or if Tom Holland or Shang-Chi actually just wanted to wear Jordans. I mean, I'm sure that like Nike probably paid them. Like, why not? Not only that, like, but the actors getting to keep those shoes is wild. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, auction for, sure. for charity is going to be insane. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If I were them, I wouldn't even auction them. I'm keeping it. Nah. So for me, charity, please. bro. Now, one thing I don't know is that like, how does his mom know like to make it the size that no, it needs to be. No, I was going to gonna ask that. But I'm pretty like, sure they tailored it. after. They just didn't show us the tailoring, obviously. After it was like... I mean, made, everybody I has to use the restroom, but they're not going to show them use the restroom. So obviously... All right, okay. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's one fair. of those off-screen things. I feel like that's, that's always fair. my argument. I was like, they have to use the restroom. But I was thinking it. that too, but I was like, nah, they had to tailor. Come on. Yeah. That'd be funny. There's a blooper though. He's like, this shit don't fit. If he would have put it on... dragon scale. If he would have put it on at that moment, I would have been like, no. He's stuck. like, wait a minute. Y'all got to fix this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, I love the dragon skill, and I love that they kept mentioning the dragon and the great know, protector. And then they finally showed it underwater, which is weird, I right? So too. we'll fast forward all the way where uh, Shang Chi gets caught in the chest by his dad, gets sent underwater, and then and he meets the, the dragon. great protector. Yeah, mm-hmm. the great protector dragon, which is the protector of the world, I think, or the realm of the realm of the realm. You know, he's just, basically the protector of not letting that dark gate come down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which so it, which when it did. when Wu semi, uh, actually no, he does succeed. Let's just say he no, succeeds. He, he succeeds. Succeeded with opening up, um, opening up that great dungeon, whatever that dark, dark being was. Trying to, to find his surprise, his wife. his wife was not on the other she side. She was not under there, and yeah. that's when he came to realize, hey, yo, yeah, this on me. Yeah. It was a giant uh, monster, which. You know, my theory is is that they may be related to the deviants um, mm-hmm. that have that have been in on the Eternals. Earth. Uh, yeah, in yes. the Eternals, um, I think that they kind of come from that race. Um, it's also has, uh, it's not confirmed, but it has remnants of being Fing, uh, Fin Fang Foom because Rest. of Rest. what yes. Fin Fang well, Foom that's does. That's different because Fin Fang Foom is a shape shifting dragon. Yeah, but it it takes energy from yeah. other people and like it kind of has it's like it's that able mixed to with like mimic Chithulu or manipulate like yeah. it it just has like this kind of amalgamation of yeah. all of these different aspects and characteristics of of characters and um you know they what they call it like the soul like it was like soul it wasn't well the small ones were the soul suckers but Basically, they if they absorb enough souls, then they'll become powerful enough to take over the realm and invade right. Earth and destroy Earth because yeah. there's nothing else you could do about it. And there was nothing else to defeat those dra- those monsters other than the the, the dragon scales, the and, dragon, and the dragon, dragon scales. scales, right? So without the dragon, yeah, the world would have been 
pretty much it would have been a rap and and the dragon almost was a rap because it started getting his energy one of the things i wanted to mention is the power that wen wu had with the rings it wasn't to its full potential Mm. um like yes he was strong with them but in order to activate the full potential of the rings you have to be one with the dragon yeah pretty much because the heart of a dragon yeah so pretty much instead of trying to control the dragon you kind of have to just go with the flow and be one with the dragon right? be one with the dragon like and you're one with the force and that's when he did when he did get the rings they activated fully that's why they were orange and not mm, right. blue yeah. but also showing his um the nurturing and the love that was filled with him through his mom mm-hmm. not just like the cold yeah. cold-hearted yeah because right. like you said wearing the rings is it is it hurt you i think it does if your mind and your heart aren't in the right place mm-hmm. you know like you still get power but i feel like it can poison you and and cause you to be, uh, I guess, evil or dark or just lost in, in yeah. a sense. So I think now that Shang-Chi has the rings, I don't think it'll hurt him in that way because mm-hmm. of him tapping into it, the full potential. And and it gives him, uh, I think it's going to give him everlasting life too. So It will. He's going to. Bye, Katie. That's if he wants it. If he if he wants it. You know, if he if he continuously wears it and everything like that, I think when he wears it, when you do wear it, it preserves you within a certain mm-hmm. amount of time, you know. Right. And when Wu had it on all the time, yeah, right. Um, but when you put it away, then you start to age regularly, and then you put them on again. So um, I think I, I like how they made them powerful enough, but not overpowered. Yeah, where Shang Chi can now be she, fighting Chi. people of a higher caliber. He fought a whole dragon. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. He kamehameha at that dragon. He did. Yeah. He, did he did, for real, though. He did. Yeah, he I did. thought that he did. I was like, God damn. And I just thought it was great, <laughs> like, right before Wenwu gave, he, you know, I think he gave the rings to Shang because he understood. He was like, wow, like, I, I was wrong the yeah. whole time, and this is it for me. And deep down, all he wanted to do was just pass his legacy to his son. And he, yeah. did. And he was able to do that before his soul was taken. Yeah, because I wasn't, I I wasn't was considering great. him to be a villain throughout the movie. I saw him just as the just antagonist. Lost. But yeah, he was lost and manipulated. Yeah. So I just thought that that was really awesome. And Shang, you know, started to harness the power of the rings. I love their fight um, where, you know, it was, it was reminiscent of Wen Wu's fight with his uh, soon to be wife at that right. time and now he was seeing that in his son so like it just added more to his worthiness if he's like I didn't notice any yeah. of this in you and um, now I'm seeing it in this I wanna, fight I just want to point out even if they have the most power in the world women still be choosing the wrong guys <laughs> what? I was watching this movie pissed so I was like man random. I was like man I was like why I, I mean he might have a point um <laughs> You know, what at least in movie universe. Yeah. Uh, but it was just really cool the way that they utilized the ring. I feel like that they utilized the rings in every possible way that you could imagine. Right. Um, combining all of them together Yo, on one arm. Yo, he stepped off of the rings. Bro, it was fire. He j- stepped on one. It was uh, fire, bro. It was so it was, yeah, like he, he could launch himself with it. Yes. Like, that shit was so dope, bro. Yeah, that shit was I can't it was, wait to see more fight movie. scenes. I just love that they brought dragons into the MCU. Yeah. So subtly. Everything's possible, so subtly. bro. Yeah. Um, so let's let's just fast forward towards the end. Obviously, they win, um, and then I guess he destroys them with like a 
Yeah. Yeah, it was the like blast. a it was just like a black it felt like a Dragon Ball Z movie. I was yeah. like, yes. This is awesome. Like this, this is what we want. Dragon he Ball Z was probably watching like god damn why yeah. do this. <laughs> For <Why>? real. <laughs> like yeah. just sending the rings into his chest and then like making them just explode with power inside of him and and the rings aren't damaged. Yeah. Um, no, they're fine. They, so, they're yeah, not even from this world. So going off of that, them not being of this world, um, it goes back to kind of like the beginning where they're having uh, dinner with their friends. Two, it was literally within a two-week span, which they confirmed two weeks ago. You guys were parking valet, like valet mm-hmm. in cars. Now you're over here saving the world. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe them, thinking that she was just mocking. And then we get one of my favorite <sighs> appearances throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Come with me. You get Wong stealing a drink, pulling up like the G he is, saying you need to come with me. Katie and Shang-Chi walk through to go to the Sanctum Sanctorum. Doesn't he drink that girl's drink? He steals her drink. He takes her drink. And (laughs) I thought that that was going to be it. But but then, like, they gave even more to it. And I was like, oh, that's cool that we got that So we got the mid-credit scene, which shows two great appearances. One, we see Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. Um, And then number two. With long hair. With long hair. Yeah, long hair. I was going to say longer hair. And then we see our boy, Bruce Banner. Notice he is not Professor Hulk anymore. No, but he still has a broken arm. He still has a messed up arm. Yeah. Poor guy. Which I thought was I don't I don't know how I really felt about that. Like I really wanted With him to arm? be smart. No, no, no. I know his arm is fucked, but I wanted to see him as smart Hulk. Mm-hmm. And um I mean he's still smart. There's I, a there's a theory they did it because of money issues. Because he's gonna be in She Hulk. They don't want to use the budget on him yeah on on animating him to be smart hulk which i understand but i i just hope that there is um an explanation on why Mm -hmm. he's reverted back if he got to the point where they meshed you know what i mean right and another theory is that you know the way that she hulk comes about is you know she gets a blood transfusion from bruce who is her cousin um now I can't see Bruce willingly giving his blood to his cousin, knowing that hey, I'm like this. Yeah, it's like, gonna I don't be something give else. That to you. But what I'm thinking is that she may absorb the Hulk from him and mm-hmm. revert him back, and she may now have the Hulk inside her, and then kind of learn learn through that. So right. um, that's just a theory, you know, because this takes place after Endgame. But it was really exciting to have their their yeah. conversation. Um, Wong found out that the ring is a beacon that's calling to something or Galactus. tracking something. We we don't know what it is. My or assumption who it is. or my theory as of now is that it's attached somewhat to the Eternals. Going off of what you said, you I agree. The um, the deviant was that the deviants. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure it's um, among that because, like they said, um, the rings are older than 1,000 years old. Right. He's had them for that long, but. It only activated that beacon once Sean started using them. Yeah. yeah. So that's just a theory for now. We'll see what happens when we yeah. do our episode on the Eternals. Yeah. But I mean, what do you guys think? Let's, I mean, about the movie? Um, I guess just in that portion or oh, about the movie that, overall. Yeah. I mean, that that was pretty cool, you know, seeing Bruce and, and Captain as uh, Captain Marvel, you know, mm-hmm. in the hologram and, yeah, you know, pretty much uh, Banner saying welcome to the circus mm-hmm. and introducing them like, He's now officially an now. yeah. He's officially an Avenger. Yeah, yeah. that's just a that's yeah, a, that's just so cool. fire. So I mean, overall, the movie movie was good. I, I really enjoyed it. The martial I give arts it a eight point five out of ten. I give it a nine. I give it a nine. Also, I give it a nine. It's on par. Like I said, it's on par with Black Panther. I mean, even down to the soundtrack. The, yeah. So we'll touch base on that right now. The only reason I give it eight point five is because of Aquafina. 
I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Tell she us how you own. feel. I like Aquafina. Just, I just, I was calling her Awkward Fina throughout the movie. I mean, that's, I, her, it, that's how it, she's always been. It took me f- like five minutes, five to ten minutes to really get used to like their banter. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, but I, I really started to enjoy it when they, when he went to go see her family in the mm-hmm. beginning of the film, and they had that family dynamic of like just really getting and seeing the the Asian culture right. in a way that you know um, you would only get if you uh were part of the Asian community or right. were closely tied to it in in a sort mm-hmm. of way. Right. So you, you understand just, how that dynamic works. Exactly. And I just I like how that has been opened up to millions of people now to I see that. And I, I, love I, it. I just think that that's that that's beautiful and brilliant. And again, talks about family. You know, this yeah. is the theme going forward. Even the Eternals are a family. Yep. You know, Thor, I think Thor four with Love and Thunder is gonna be about him finding a new family. Because guardians, his, and the Asgardians are you know Lady Thor exactly right. like they're pretty like his his world his family got destroyed right. you know with with Thanos but and now he's like rebuilding that. A but now family. he's rebuilding a family right. and I think that you know No Way Home like I think that actually Peter's going to be losing his family but that's just you know a theory a theory a theory right. of mine because I think everything is going to go to shit for him <laughs> um, poor guy yeah for real but. uh a lot of these other films, you know, is going to do that. I think Guardians is going to be about them losing their family. You know, uh, uh, like they had a family and now it's pretty much being destroyed. Well, you know who has Guardians. a family? Vin Diesel and Fast and the Skinny. <laughs> and then, of course, it's going to finish out with the first family of Marvel, which is the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So I think that that's how oh it's all going to. That's just going to be whole so phase. great, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, think that, I think that that's where they're going. That 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 movie is supposed to be technically the end of this phase, starting into phase five. Yeah. So I can't wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see. We haven't really got anything off that, but we did. We do have a handful. Before we get into the soundtrack, I do want to talk about the handful of stuff we got going on. You know, we mentioned Eternals. Right. The trailer looks insane. I think that's going to be on par with like an Avengers type movie. Right. Yeah. Um, because of the group uh, aspect. Of I it. just very, love how in the trailer. Practical. Right, I just love how they finally addressed like why didn't you guys help with Thanos? And yeah, they they were told not to get involved. Yeah, so Unless I really look forward deviants. to them. Yes, I look forward to them elaborating mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. and seeing every single Eternal and yeah. what their powers are and being able the to cast show. Is so Bruh, crazy. We are good. going to get the voice of these Celestials. I don't think yeah. people understand. Like people aren't ready, hear, bro. Because hearing them talk about what's what, like just hearing them speak yeah. is going to be It's going to be a crazy bro, It's origin. just going to be, it's all going to be undertone from now up until the movie gets here. Yeah. Until we see these Celestials on screen, it's going to be very like, okay, it's there, it's there, there, and then boom, next thing you know, it's, I think it's I'm gonna nothing need to we've ever it. seen before. I think I'm going to need to see it in IMAX. Like it has yeah. to be the biggest with the, with the biggest sound. Yeah. It's going to be possible. It's going to be insane. I mean, just off the strength of the cast, you know, we got Morgan Salma Freeman's Hayek. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's one of the Celestials. We got Angelina Jolie. We got um, Paperboy. 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 Yeah, I forget, about that I forget his name. Uh, the Indian um, guy. I totally forgot. I should have pulled up the Eternals cast. But yeah, it's a pretty, pretty put together cast. Uh, another movie that we're anticipating, a trailer came out. Was Spider Man, No Way Home. Finally, we got the trailer. We, we, we gotta we'll, do we'll our talk about we, it. We gotta do much. our deep dive yeah. soon, as soon as that next trailer drops, or as it gets closer. Yeah, yeah, because this was a teaser. You know, um, so much speculation, but like we can only talk about what we really seen in the trailer. 
and it wasn't even much, you know, most of it was just Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and then we got Alfred Molina and a few little things about the Sinister Six, you know? Mm -hmm. So as far as we know, you know, we don't know the storyline. We don't know. We know that the internet has been speculating and coming up with their theories are everywhere. Honestly, we're not going to add to any of that right now because there's so much that's there. Is that it's Mephesto. Oh my god! <laughs> just kidding. Not Hopefully nightmare. not. Um, and then currently, right now, we have the What If series that's going on, which yes. is providing oh my Lord. so much uh, color to the Marvel universe yes. and so much What Ifs. Not only, um, yeah, cut like dark colors. Yeah, I think is what you're talking yeah. about. That show is dark. It right is. Now. It is dark. These are a lot more serious stories that are happening. I think that we're going to get a couple lighthearted yeah. stories, but right now, it's first it's, one was a little. It's well, well, the, yeah, it's a, the so does was the T'Challa one. That yeah, was very first and second were lighthearted. Third and fourth were a little bit were dark, and this fifth one um, is going to be you know by the time that you guys listen to this, it'll probably already be yeah. out. But um, Marvel Zombies is going to be oh, yeah. uh, the next one, so that's going to oh, be gosh. dark as well. Um, so, and I'm surprised that they're doing that episode so early because it's only like there's ten episodes, and this yeah. is the fifth one. So I'm really really excited where they're going, and all of the what ifs are canon. Mm-hmm. So right. everything that and we I see think, there is happening. In, I think in a later on universe. in the series they will connect all together. So yeah, and then I there's so. and then there's shows like Hawkeye coming out. Can't uh, wait. Is She-Hulk coming out this year? Yes, it's supposed to. I don't. I actually I know. think that they're going to push it. It's supposed to be January, February. I know it's okay. supposed to come yeah. out so, before Multiverse of Madness. So Miss sure Marvel about. and Hawkeye come out this year. Yes, and I think Miss Marvel may get pushed also. Mm. Um, but Makes I think sense. we can we can guarantee that Hawkeye is coming out uh, around October, November. Yeah, yeah, it's like around Thanksgiving time, yeah. and then we're gonna have No Way Home. Apparently, Hawkeye story goes into what's going on in No Way Home. Interesting. Also. So I don't know if that's if the villain connects. I, have I don't know heard, if, if it takes place in know, New York I think or it if it a, takes place yeah. around the same time. I think it was a rumor, but I heard that the actor f- that played Wilson Fisk in Daredevil is going to be Fisk in Hawkeye. Yes. Which I think is a, a brilliant choice because... Charlie Cox confirmed. Everybody okay. everybody oh, no. from the Daredevil series is phenomenal. Yes. Oh, they're fire. And they should they're all amazing. be including included. the yes. Punisher. Yes, including. Which I don't know how they're going to do because he's rated R. But. No, I think that um, it may come later, and I don't think that he'll ever get his own movie. Right. I think that he may. Yeah, no. I think that he can be uh, like what Black Widow was to Captain America: yes. Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Like you can just throw or him like in Bucky. a film. We're not going to get like a Bucky, Bucky movie. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know? Like we're Bucky. not going to get anything like He's that. He's going to be with somebody, or yeah, it could be I would like a Daredevil love for him to get Punisher. introduced yeah. as a Thunderbolt. That would be amazing. Mm. That would be absolutely cool. It. So yeah. you know we'll we'll see we'll see yeah. kind of how it goes. Yeah, Marvel's had a crazy um, year, you know. Black Widow, Loki, Wandavision. It's, it's only Falcon, up Winter from Soldier. here since they announced their timeline of everything. It's been up for Marvel. Um, really we've excited all been for very what's excited. to come. We, yeah. we are in the thick of it because we literally into the thick of it. We got a What If episode and Shang Chi in the same week. It was, was crazy. Was so I dope. love it. And the, that What If episode was awesome. Which yeah. we will be talking more about What If in our quick dive series when we. Yes, we're, we're going to do a quick dive review of the entire series yeah. once it's finished because there's just so much to talk about. Um, yeah. I mean, that might end up turning into a whole episode. It may not even be just yeah, a quick yeah, dive. We'll we're going to probably we'll see. 
we'll we'll figure it out. We're still brainstorming that one because, yeah, there's a lot going on. One of the things that we also want to do is either for Eternals or for Spider-Man, we would like to um, rent out a theater um, to watch it with some of you. And it's very possible. um, Yes, definitely just stay tuned for details um, as we try and do that. We will have announcements coming up on whether we will or we won't um, so we don't leave you guys hanging. But uh, definitely, you know, if you are planning to see those movies, you should might as well just plan to come and yeah. see it with us. True. And then the final thing we want to talk about is going back to Shang-Chi is the soundtrack. Yeah. Is literally, like like I said, Marvel took the blueprint of Black Panther and applied it to Shang-Chi. Yes. Same thing with End of the Spider-Verse. Like yeah. this, this is up there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just want to point out and uh, shout out uh, 88 Rising. 88 Rising. Yeah. 88 Y'all Rising was all over this. Uh, shout out to DJ Snake. I'm glad they're getting their Nikki, spotlight. Rich yeah. Brian. It's been bro. so long. Rich yeah. Brian. Um, Joji is a part of 88 Joji, Rising. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if he was on the soundtrack. but uh, I don't believe so. I don't think I saw that he was on there. There was um, a guy named William Hua. Um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, a, it's a few it people William? in 88. I think that's the same. Uh, no. One of the artists, I think he's Warren. like in the second. It's Warren. 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 Well, my bad. Um, this this is cool because this I th- I got introduced to a lot of artists listening to yes. the, mm. the I've heard about 88 Rising um, yeah. before a little bit. You know, Me too. And through they, YouTube. Yeah, and they have a festival. Like, they've been growing. You know, I know when, been, yeah. when Rich Brian first came out and... He was Rich Chiga. Everyone thought it was a parody, which, right. it, which you know, he used that a little bit and just like, but he, by the time his album was coming out, he really wanted to do this for real. And I heard that album and I thought it was great. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then he realized, yeah. okay, if I really want to do this for real, I'm going to change my name and we're going to start taking this seriously. And then I, and then I started to see, um, like, artists like Joji and like 88 Rising signing mm-hmm. these people. And I think it's really good yeah. for the Asian community to the have. Founded. Yeah, you know, just. Timothy De La Ghetto. Yeah, Even Aquafina. And they, they yeah, pretty much brought everyone together. You know what I mean? It's like their own like selection, their own. It's, it's you just know, like they did with TD group. on the Black Panther album. Yep, exactly. They did it exactly. with 88. You get this team together that knows how to curate really well. And mm-hmm. everybody knows their positions. And boom, let's I go. I thought it was dope that Simu Lee. Liu has his own song. Simu Liu has his own song. He's a singer as well. And him getting featured on there, I think, is super dope. Like, to be an artist and to get featured. Oh, yeah. Not only that, shout out to Sway Lee for another slap with Jenna Aiko. Not even a part of 88 Rising, but he happened to sneak in. Not only that, Anderson (laughs) Pack. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars helped write that. Yeah. So shout out Anderson Pack for uh, taking lead vocals on uh, Fire in the Sky, mm-hmm. but it ended the movie too, which was a great note to end on. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure. But just to highlight a couple other people as well. Um, Nikki, we got we got Nikki, we got Rick Ross, we have Sweetie, mm-hmm. man. Um, it's Warren just really really Ray. cool yeah. for for them to make a yeah. soundtrack that Sweetie um, getting the check too, McDonald's. getting the check with the yeah, Sweetie Marvel. meal getting, and Marvel, getting Yo. the check, getting the check. So. Shout out to just all the artists who got to contribute. It must be, it must just feel amazing. That's going to be us one day, guys. I know. Just to contribute to a soundtrack, yes. to, a, a, to a comic book character, to this Marvel universe is just so huge. And it just goes to show the lengths that Marvel is willing to go to, um, to make it as authentic as possible. Yeah. You know? Right. I, I love that. Cover, cover all avenues, you know? Like, yeah. Without... You can't have music without a movie. I was talking about this yesterday, just random topic. Like, even when they had silent movies, there was somebody in the theater playing the piano. Mm-hmm. So, 
music is yeah. always going to be one and the same with movies. And right. music can even do without movies because you're painting the picture in your head however right. you want to yeah. envision it. So yeah. music, music doesn't need movies, but movies need music. Yeah, and yeah, like and Marvel that. knows that, and in in knowing that, they want to reach as many people as they could because music can touch anybody, you know, and, right. in any part of the world you're in. So. It's really cool, and they still stay true to it with um, getting eighty eight rising, you know, and yeah. them knowing the culture a little bit because that's kind of where they come from, or at least their their family members come mm-hmm. from. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty, Marvel it's just cool. realizing that they need black excellence, uh, Asian, Asian excellence, yeah, exactly. All those cultural everything. Yes. Yeah, why not pay the people who are contributing exactly. to what you're bringing yeah. to the table? You know, everybody got to eat. And everybody of being and prideful I, I, of their where they're from, as absolutely. well as taking pride in the work. It is, yeah. it is amazing. Um, I I commend them. Um, Eighty Eight Rising, you guys did your thing. That album yes. is incredible. Um, I really enjoyed listening to the whole thing, especially during the whole Donda CLB. You know, yeah, for again, you guys to come out yeah. during that period um and still like get the recognition that you did um when you have two of the greatest artists of our generation drop an album a week apart yeah um it's just it literally dropped in between yeah it's it's just really really incredible to to get that crazy so um yeah you know shout out 88 rising you guys did a great job um again me and narika we've both posted this but uh the Shang-Chi it's album better than is both. better than CLB it's and better Donda, than both, bro. and I will say that faithfully. Nice. It's, I will defend it's it. better music. It is. It is actually. Better I feel music. more attached to this album than I do any of the other if ones. If you haven't listened to the album as yet, please listen to the Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings official soundtrack album. At I know every, artwork. Yeah, the artwork I, is fire. Artwork's fire. I know that everybody is. You know, you're doing your Donda. You're doing your CLB. I get it, but. This music is just yeah. really good. Like it's just really good yeah. music Diamonds. that you're listening to. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That, oh, yeah. Diamonds and Pearls. Song? Yeah, yeah Diamonds Pearls bro, is fire. Yeah. Diamonds, Pearls. Yeah. I know you got it. Yeah, it's fire. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, that has been episode 56 of the Sound Flick Podcast. Again, if you like how the podcast sounds, if you like how the podcast looks, be sure to hit up our friends at ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast. Let them know that the Sound Flick boys have sent you. Yep. Always holding us down as we hold them down. But with that being said, we will see you guys soon. Stay tuned for more deep dives, updates on all things movies and music. We should put the song at the end of this podcast. Give them a little taste. Oh, yeah. Which song? Um, let's give them the... the the Rich Brian and the uh, and Rick Ross, yeah, and the Rick Ross record. Okay, want to give them that one, or you want to give them Diamonds and Pearls? I kind of want to give them the Lazy Anderson? Susan. Oh, Lazy, yeah, Lazy Susan was fine. Lazy Susan, Twenty One Savage, and Rich Brian featuring Warren Huey and Ma- Masiwe. I believe that is the name you pronounce it. All right, um, we're gonna play it right now. But once again, my name is Ace Sincere. This is Norik. That's cool. And Skywalker Mike. Y'all have a great day. Bless up. See you soon. Peace. <laughs>